It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, of course, here on this national program. We spotlight those issues and topics that impact you, family or friends. After all, it's your village and network. And right now, we're putting the spotlight on something we haven't covered before. We're talking about medical tourism. That's right. It's a loaded buzz phrase that many people may have heard of and maybe not. But hey, thinking about getting some things done to your face or your neck, uh, maybe even a tummy tuck, and you're saying, well, I can save money if I go other places outside of the United States. Hey, what's the harm in saving a dollar or two? Well, uh, there are many in the medical community that say you need to vet that process and make sure you're thinking about more than saving money. After all, it's medical procedures that can be taken serious, and we know there can be some very serious and unfortunately at times fatal consequences when things are not done in order and proper and keeping safety first. I am no expert on that, but right now I'm honored to have someone back on the show. He's a friend of this program. I'm talking about Dr. Benjamin Song, and of course he is a board-certified plastic surgeon, and he is with the Kalos Facial Plastic Surgery Center out of Atlanta, Georgia. Doctor, welcome back to our program. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, now let's get right to it. I, I brought up the words uh, medical tourism. Most people don't really know what that is. Uh, explain exactly what that is and how that trend has been going upward in the last few years. Well, uh, you know, it's become more trendy, I think, because of access to advertising from foreign countries and doctors in foreign countries. But essentially, it's people who are flying to, you know, countries all over the world um, for specific procedures uh, and going and getting these procedures performed in, in those countries and, uh, and then coming home for, you know, recovery, et cetera, um, and, uh, you know, to, to save money, essentially. You know, what procedures are more popular than others to get overseas? I mean, do we know that? Are there some ones that sort of stand out for you? Yeah, well, in my field, uh, the two that jump out to me right now are um, uh, rhinoplasty. A lot of people will go overseas for rhinoplasty. I, I see all this this advertising on Instagram uh, mainly, uh, you know, and and also hair transplants. I, I've seen a lot of people advertise for hair transplants overseas as well. You said rhinoplasty. What exactly is that for our listening audience that may not be from the medical uh, field, or maybe they call it something else, layman's term, and may not know yeah. that medical. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. It's a, a nose job, you know, just getting your nose okay, done. I see. I see, yes. And there are individuals I know who often say they're looking to get a nose job. Now, let's talk about the potential problems with this. And, Dr. Stone, you know this, right? You're a person who lives in our society, um, and many people will say, well, I'm just trying to save a dollar or two, doctor. Is that so bad? For me, I, I don't think I would ever do it unless I personally knew people who had had successful uh, procedures with that specific doctor, but you know, people, all sorts of people have all sorts of you know financial considerations. Um, 
you know, when, when, you, when you weigh in the cost not only of the procedure but the cost of, of travel and the cost of your airline ticket and all that stuff, it, I don't know if you really do save all that much money. I'm not sure. Well, and, and also I want to say this, and, and I'm not being critical of anyone because just like most of America, I'm on a budget too. Um, but what about peace of mind? Right? I mean, is it fair to say, you know this better than myself being a physician, but the standards in, in certain countries, when it does come to medical vetting and even um, boards watching over physicians and procedures, are not always the same as here in the U.S., right? Well, yeah. I mean, of course, from a, from a baseline level, you know, no other country in the entire world, I don't care what country you're looking at, has the, 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 type, the, the medical training I'm not just talking about cosmetic procedures. I'm talking about just baseline being a doctor um, in the entire world and uh, and certainly not the level of scrutiny and uh, um, training for cosmetic procedures. Um, uh, And even in this country, there's certain boards that are not as as reputable as other boards uh, as far as, you know, if you're getting procedures done with those particular doctors. I mean, so let's talk about the nose job. Many people will say, hey, I'm getting a nose job or getting tucks here and there. They may think it's just cosmetic, Dr. Stone. What, what's the big deal? What could possibly go wrong? Explain, and I'm saying this being non-medical, just in my layman terms, but I think there is always some seriousness if it's a medical procedure being done, right? I mean, nothing we should be taking lightly. Uh, absolutely. Well, you know, probably – 30% of my rhinoplasty practice is revision rhinoplasty. So, okay. uh, yeah, let's take it from face value. Um, you know, I'm doing a lot of, you know, fix other people's issues work, you know. And, and mm. so, and, and rhinoplasty, quite frankly, if you ask any plastic surgeon, um, it is the most technically challenging uh, operation uh-huh. on the head and neck uh, in the cosmetic field to get right. So um, it is, it's, you know, it's understanding how, the nose, to, how to change the shape of the nose is, is a very intricate um, and complex uh, understanding of nasal anatomy yeah. and, and fu- form and function. And I want to bring this up because I know um, a few years ago, you and I spoke about something else different, but there were some fatality cases of young women going um, to different places to get other body parts, if you will, what they call getting corrected, and there were bad things that happened. These people ended up dying. I want to state the obvious here as a journalist, but it has to be a technical procedure because that's why physicians are trained to do it. So we, we shouldn't be, I, I don't want to say negligent with our own health to say, well, how big of a deal is it? They don't necessarily have to have a medical degree to do it. They're saving me money with me going somewhere else to get it done, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would not, I don't know. Uh, I, I would assume that, that if, you're to, if you're going to another country to get a procedure form that they're medical doctors, but of course, I, I don't know. You know, you hear all sorts of horror stories, and I think that those are probably, on average, the exception to the rule um, as opposed to the rule. Um, uh, I think, you know, of course, you, you know, there are some, you know, stories of, of people having sepsis and, you know, not getting appropriate care for, for their, you know, infections and, se- and sepsis and, and dying in those countries. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, on average, I think, it's really just about poor negative outcomes. You know, my nose looks terrible. Wow. I don't, I, you know, I, I hate the way it looks. They didn't, they botched me up. Um, um, and oh, it's not man. to say that there aren't good doctors in other countries. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just, you know, you're, what you're really looking at is mitigating your risk, right? That's like how we approach all of this stuff is, is you want to have 
the highest likelihood of success from these procedures, that's right. and that's going to be staying close to home. I mean, even tourism, there's even a, a, a certain degree of medical tourism in the United States. You know, people are tra- you know, okay, travel yeah. from one city to another city to get something done because this doctor may be a little cheaper in, in let's say, Atlanta versus New York City, you know. Okay. Um, I have people come in from other areas of the, of the country for their procedures as well. Well, and, and I thank you so much. Great information. Because I know there have been some incidences where um, some of that did take place in the United States, and uh, there were some fatal cases of someone, if you remember, who was not um, a physician, but he was um, helping um, young ladies with certain body parts, and, and, and that just, it was a very disturbing news story that came out. So again, for all listeners, men and women and everyone, to um, just take that vetting process serious, right? I mean, I, I'm going to say this, as, as serious as we would when we're looking at a cardiologist or an OBGYN. Would you agree? 100%. I mean, I, I think, it, you know, our society, because of the marketing, there's a lot of marketing in the cosmetic surgery industry. It makes it sound like these things aren't surgery. They aren't real procedures, but I see complications all the time. You know, something as wow. simple as people will even fly to South America for, you know, their filler injections, and then they come back and they, had, they don't even know what they had injected. Um, you know, they, oh, it's drawn up out of a jar, you know, it's not packaged, oh. in a, you know, in appropriately, oh, no. and and they get, yeah. you know, perp injections that, like, deform them or have, you know, major issues. So um, even the smallest of procedures can go bad. Yes. Oh, wow. Great information. You have empowered and informed our listening base. Where can they go for additional information, doctor? Uh, for our practice, it's www.kalosplasticsurgery.com, um, you know, or our office number is 404-963-6665. And I spend a lot of time in consultation with people just to, you know, make sure all their questions are answered, not just about the procedure, but any questions they might be, you know, having in the back of their mind about, about anything related to the, to the surgeries. Knowledge is power. We have to use it to get the best results for ourselves medically on every level. Dr. Song, always a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks for having me.